The following is a production of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary and is made possible by the generous financial support of our listeners and friends. For more information about the seminary, how you can support it, or applying to become a student, please visit gpts.edu. Hello and welcome to another edition of Confessing Our Hope, the podcast of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. My name is Zach Groff, and I'm your host for the podcast, also Director of Advancement and Admissions here at the school. And on today's episode of Confessing Our Hope, I have two illustrious guests joining me in the studio to give an update on the seminary. Dr. Jonathan L. Master, President of the school, and our new Vice President, Mr. Pat Daly. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. While I have had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Master in the not-too-distant past, this is the first time that Pat has joined me. He is not only our new VP here at the seminary, but he is a graduate with a Master of Arts degree who for the last 10 years was laboring diligently and quite effectively as a U.S. business office manager for the Banner of Truth Trust. He's married to Esther. They have four children. Welcome to the studio, gentlemen, and again, thank you for joining me today. As part of our seminary update this morning, our goal is to accomplish just a few items of business, introduce Pat, describe his role, and highlight some other developments around the school. So Pat, let's start with you. Would you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your longstanding connection to GPTS? Yeah, I'd be happy to introduce myself to the listeners. Um, my name's Pat Daly. I'm the new vice president, and I was a, a former student here at Greenville back in 2010 to 2012 when I studied for an MA in theology just blessed to come down here, study, be among the students and the faculty. And so it's so encouraging and nice to be back again in these halls and uh, seeing students come in and um, prepare to give their lives to Christ in ministry. So I grew up in Canada, so you might be able to detect a little bit of a Canadian accent, but uh, some Canadians would say that it's wavering. I'm losing it, um, but I'm trying to retain some of it. So it's exciting that Bill Van Dudewart's coming down, another Canadian, so maybe he can sharpen my accent for me. But I grew up in um, a town called Cambridge, Ontario. I didn't actually grow up in a Christian home, but was converted uh, in university by God's grace. And shortly after I was converted, I met the lady who would later become my wife, Esther. And she grew up in a good, reformed, confessional, godly home. And so she introduced me to the doctrines of grace. That was a stretching time as well. And then after we got married, uh, that's when we decided, or I decided to come down to Greenville Seminary to study for an MA. Not sure if I was going to serve in as a pastor, but knowing that the church was important. And so it would, it would be worthwhile to study and to prepare to serve in the church. And by God's grace, I've had the opportunity to serve as a ruling elder in the PCA as well. Um, so that was my time at uh, Green, uh, Greenville, and then after Greenville, I, I sorry, studied at Greenville, I went to work at Banner of Truth, as you mentioned, for the past 10 years, and what a blessing that has been to work in Christian publications. Now here I am, back at the seminary, and thrilled to be here. I just want to say we're very glad to have you back at GPTS, Pat, in this newly created role of vice president. And so, Dr. Master, what is Pat going to be responsible for overseeing and working on here in this new position? Well, there's a lot of work to be done, and so there are a lot of specific tasks. But basically, he's reporting directly to me, and he's overseeing all the non-academic staff. So that includes everything from admissions to advancement uh, to facilities, all those kinds of finance. So uh, so there, there's a lot that falls under that. I think that uh, a big part of his portfolio early on is going to be related to external operations, marketing, admissions, advancement, especially interacting with our friends um, on the outside. So I think that will be the, the general gist of it, but 
like everyone here at the seminary, we, we all pitch in on almost everything. We're delighted to have Pat as another pair of eyes and pair of hands to, uh, to keep doing the, the work that God's given us to do. That's great. Thanks for opening that up for us, Dr. Master. Pat, what are you most excited about in this role? I'm excited about a number of things. I'm excited to be among the students, to see how they grow in grace, and as they benefit from the classes and chapel time and just the discipling that happens here in the halls at Greenville. I'm excited to be, to be among the faculty, to uh, rub shoulders with these men who are training uh, the next generation of pastors, to be uh, spending time with them in prayer, and uh, to see the work that they're putting out. I'm excited to be around that. But I'm also excited just to help the school grow well. Um, Jonathan and I and the board agree that uh, the core of who we are as an institution is excellent. I believe we provide a good education and we prepare men to pastor churches. I'm excited about that. But I also think we can grow in the way we communicate our vision and what we do uh, to more future students, to donors, to churches, to people who are praying for us nationwide. And so I'm excited to help the school uh, communicate better who we are, what we do, and what we're excited by. By God's grace, I'm looking forward to being a part of that process. You've been quite familiar with GPTS for a long time, even as you've opened up for us uh, in the short time we've been on the podcast so far. As a student, as an alumnus, and even as an institutional partner of the Banner of Truth Trust, because we have an undeniably close relationship with the trust. What would you say to someone who may be hearing about or looking into GPTS for the first time? For example, why should an aspiring pastor want to come and study at GPTS with our faculty? And why should churches and individuals be supporting GPTS? I would tell someone who's thinking about studying at GPTS that they should consider studying with us because we are laser-focused on producing pastors for Christ. Pastors who are serious about their call and whose hearts have been won by Christ and want to serve Him better. Uh, One of the things I love about Greenville is we are not trying to be all things to all men, but we are trying to do some things very well. And I think by God's grace, we accomplish that. So if you were thinking about studying here, think about the classes. You'd be shoulder to shoulder with other men who have a similar calling. They want to be pastors. You're being taught by professors who have pastoral experience and are tailoring their lessons for future pastors. You're going to be reading books that are at a difficult, challenging, heart-stretching level that are designed for pastors. And so if churches are thinking about supporting us, one thing to consider is 90% plus of our students go into pastoral ministry. So if you want to support the next generation of pastors, this is an institution that is committed to that. Not every seminary can say that. And, And I'm thankful that other seminaries are doing other work and producing excellent counselors and people in in. Uh, different areas of vocation, and also uh, uh, future pastors. But I'm also very thankful that here at Greenville, we want to focus on laborers for the gospel, put all our eggs in that basket. And I think when you come here, you, you can feel that. You feel it in the chapel. You feel it in the classrooms. And so that's something I keep in mind. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be experimental. We're focused on the heart, not just the head. And it's going to help you learn to Your education here is going to help you learn to preach and to counsel and to pastor uh, the souls in in the flocks that God will call you to. One of the things that you've been emphasizing is your excitement about broadcasting Greenville's uh, value to a broader audience. And uh, Dr. Master, I have a question for you on, on this front as we shift gears a little bit. 
We recently announced, even just within the last couple of weeks, a new partnership between GPTS and a missions training organization called Radius International. Now, this is something that our listeners will be interested to know that the faculty has been working on for quite some time, and particularly Dr. Master and Dr. Ian Hamilton. Can you give us a quick description of the aims and arrangement of this new program? We've always desired and had it as one of our aims. This is a stated aim of the seminary, that we would be a nursery for missionaries. We use the language that old Princeton adopted in the 19th century. And what we mean by that is that that we would be used by God to raise up men who are ministers not only here, but overseas. And by God's grace, we've been able to do that over the years. We want to continue to, to do that even more effectively and even more broadly. And one of the ways that we're uh, attempting to, to accomplish that is by this partnership with Radius International Radius uh, has a, an, a really distinctive one-year training program for those who are preparing to do frontier work, place, places that may be closed countries or places where the gospel has never been heard, where the name of Christ is not known. And they train people to do that, and they, they've done a very effective job at that training. And so we're partnering with them so that Guys can come to Greenville Seminary, do our MDiv, but then if they're going to go to Radius, they can receive credit for their Radius training that will be applied to their MDiv. So it's a way of streamlining the MDiv, but the ultimate goal is to produce men who are equipped to plant churches and are, are equipped to, to lead churches in, in the same way that we would want pastors to be trained uh, here in the United States. We want, we want men who—we always pray that the, the Lord of the harvest would raise up laborers for the harvest, but we want men who are well-trained laborers, who are approved workmen, who have no need to be ashamed and correctly handle the word of truth. And so that's what this partnership is about. I'll say this as well, that as we were walking through it, I mean, we, we'd be glad to partner with our, other organizations as well, but as we got to know the, the folks at Radius, it was clear that there was a deep uh, compatibility in terms of our, uh, our, our desires, our uh, level of the seriousness with which we took the task, and, and our, our common desire to see Christ named where he's not currently named. And this builds on existing cooperation with uh, Radius International's uh, Radius Theological Institute, which is headed up by your, your old friend, James Dolezal. Yeah, Radius Theological Institute was their way of, of plugging in some theological training to their, their normal nuts and bolts training. This doesn't directly connect with RTI, but many of our professors, myself included, have taught at RTI and regularly do teach at RTI, so there was that, that affinity already established. I have a, another question for you, Dr. Master. As part of the seminary's presence online and here in the podcast world, what future does Confessing Our Hope have as a part of the seminary's media footprint, particularly as, as I'm um, fading out, so to speak, as I'm turning down the volume knob on my own voice and going into local church ministry full-time? Well, I don't think you're turning down the volume knob. You're, you're, you're taking <laughs> a, a, a pastoral call, which is really the objective that we have for everyone who comes through the door here. So we're delighted that, that the Lord's opened up this, this door of opportunity for you to minister. Uh, but no, in terms of confessing our hope, and, and Zach and I have obviously talked about this quite a bit, and Pat uh, quite a bit, 
um, off the air, but we're going we're gonna to pause confessing our hope for the time being just as we kind of reconfigure our, our strategy for communicating with those who are on the outside. We, we love what the, the podcast has been able to accomplish, what the Lord's done through it. But with Zach moving into pastoral ministry full time, there, there just wasn't a, a really obvious way to uh, move, that, move that forward. However, um, there's a, a, a sub uh, sub podcast, I guess you could say, uh, a, an episode, uh, a regular kind of episode, recurring episode called um, "Faith in Practice" that Zach, you've done with Dr. Piper, and and as as we've discussed it, since you are co-pastoring with Dr. Piper, "Faith in Practice" is still going to happen, but it's going to be on the Antioch Presbyterian Church website in some format or some way. So, "Faith in Practice" is going to stay. But it's not going to be under the umbrella of Greenville Seminary any longer. It'll be under the umbrella of Antioch. And Confessing Our Hope will, uh, for now, just be uh, paused, and we'll see what the future holds. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like uh, moving uh, moving forward. Now, uh, Zach, actually, that, that brings up something that um, I think our listeners might be interested in, because I mentioned your, uh, your work at Antioch, and so perhaps with the time that we have remaining, you could just tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing um, at Antioch. I think our, our listeners will be excited to hear that you are you are going into the kind of work that you've been well prepared for here at Greenville Seminary. Well, Dr. Master, I'm I'm thrilled to be called to a, a work here locally that is is building on an old foundation. It's an historic uh, Presbyterian church, but yet has a lot of freshness and vibrancy because it's a reorganization work. And that is uh, some people call these replants or revitalizations or whatever, but we're taking a more historic term because this has happened in the life of the church in the past. As uh, as this area just explodes with uh, population growth here in the upstate, there are a number of churches that are strategically placed to really have uh, deep and lasting impacts on their communities uh, as the communities radically change, as people move in. And Antioch's one of those churches that we identified in Calvary Presbytery, and and I've, I've really been pleased for the opportunity to go and, and be a part of this work. And uh, some of the things that we're going to be doing at Antioch that'll be a bit of an extension of the local church ministry then will be uh, a podcast with Dr. Piper, continuing the faith and practice segment that has been going on here for many years, uh, both with Dr. Piper and Bill Hill, but then with Dr. P and, and with me. And uh, we're not quite sure yet when our very first episode of that will be, but probably in the next couple of months. And then I also have a Presbyterian polity website that I've been running uh, with some friends across the PCA, and that's gotten um, even more traction than I expected. We hope that that can be a blessing, not just to our folks at Antioch, but to the broader church. And one thing that I'm particularly excited about is with Greenville Seminary taking on the uh, Confessional Presbyterian Journal last year, um, I'm looking forward to continuing to support that and to work with uh, Chris Caldwell, the general editor, as well as the associate editors, including our own Nick Wilborn and the faculty here. Um, Again, I moved down here a number of years ago, not expecting to get a call locally and to stay here, but my wife Jocelyn and I are very pleased to be able to lay down some roots for what we hope will be the long haul. And the Lord's been blessing the work at Antioch so far. We're uh, trusting that he'll continue to do that. And um, I'm just very thankful for the opportunity the Lord gave me to study at Greenville and to work here. It's been such a rewarding experience for me. Speaking personally, it's been a joy to work with you as well, and uh, we look forward to 
having you still in the area and still very closely connected with the seminary and the work here. And to our listeners, we're grateful for all of you. We know that many of you have supported this podcast over the years. And again, we'll stay tuned because we may we may have things to come on this same in the same format. But uh, but for now, we're very grateful to you and grateful to all those who over the years have encouraged and prayed for and supported uh, the work that the Lord's given us to do here at the seminary. Thank you, Dr. Master. Thank you, Pat, for your time, gentlemen, and joining me in the studio today. And one plug I do want to make that we haven't made yet is if you're not already a listener of Theology on the Go, uh, a podcast that Dr. Master hosts under the umbrella of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals, then please look up Theology on the Go and subscribe today. I've been blessed by that podcast, and you'll hear a very familiar voice uh, as you listen week to week there. Thank you for listening to this edition of Confessing Our Hope, the podcast of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. To help ensure that we can continue to produce content from a Reformed and confessional Presbyterian perspective, please consider making a gift of support in any amount at gpts.edu. For more information about Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary, please visit gpts.edu.